0: Welcome, friends, to the Pat's Peeps podcast, an extension of my show. I am Pat Walsh, and I host the Pat Walsh Show, heard everywhere nationally on your iHeart app and in Sacramento at KPK News Radio, where I do a Monday through Friday show, seven to ten p.m. And just really enjoying the Pat's Peeps podcast. Our new logo. Everyone's commenting on our new logo and uh, getting some good feedback. So thank you. Also getting some really nice feedback on the podcast, and it seems to be growing daily. And so thank you for the folks who have been reaching out to me. There's a lot of people already referring to themselves as peeps, peepsters. Uh, I'm peeping right now, and thank you. I just love it, man. I love it. This is all I'm asking for in 2024. It would make me so happy. I mean, beyond the health, obviously, the big thing for everyone. I'm hoping that it's a, a good year for everyone, health-wise and all that. In my world, this is the one thing that I'm really trying to... I, I really want to get it going here and get people to like it and listen and spread the word because I, uh, we're, we are right on the verge of helping the local businesses. Um, but today, just to let you know this, I want to start with this. Today is a very big day for Pat's peeps. And here's why. Number one, this is episode 30. I'm proud of that already. We've only been doing this a short period of time. We're already up to number 30. By the way, just let me remind you, I don't think I've said this already. It's the 5th of January, 2024. I'm looking out my studio window out into the beautiful foothills of Northern California. It is gorgeous today. Yesterday it was nice out, but the rain kind of had finally stopped. But there was still some lingering, you know, clouds and things. Today. The sun is beautiful. Still a little chilly out there, but just a gorgeous day. It is a Friday, and that means, by the way, Ken Dog, our movie reviewer, will be on tonight in the eight o'clock hour. Uh, Ken Dog will eventually be joining this down the road. He'll be joining part. Uh, he'll be part of Pat's Peeps as well. But yeah, this is number thirty, which I'm very happy about. That, but here's the other thing: we are now on all of these streaming platforms. Now, I don't know how long it's going to take to get there, but you can give it a shot. Like everything from Spotify, there's only one thing we're not on just yet, because I think it takes a little bit of time, and that is the uh, iTunes, and it's the, uh, yeah, iTunes, the Apple site. But we're on Google Play, we're on uh, Spotify, we're everywhere. And now many more people will be exposed to the Pat's Peeps podcast because so far we've been just trying to drive the traffic to patspeeps.com because I can't stress it enough, but maybe I do because we because of our effort that we're going to have to to really stand up for local business. There's a whole play behind that, but we wanted to get people talking about that. But now, if not today, tomorrow, the next day, I mean, it's it should be all out there. We it's, We've put it out there, and so as soon as they start getting that you know, that RSS feed and it's all sent out there. I don't want to get technical about all that stuff, but yeah, you'll be able to find it on all your streaming, uh, streaming uh, platforms. So that's a great day. Plus the new logo. Those are the couple of things we've, we've done over the last few days that we're very proud of. Uh, and here's another note for you. I did get a, I got a message, a very kind message uh, who was it from? I'll have to, I, I'd have to go back. I know it was John, I think. John sent me a, a message and he said, you know, Pat, I am really loving the Pat's Peeps podcast. Loving what you're doing. Uh, but boy, he says, you must have been on like some extra Red Bull or some really uh, high octane coffee or whatever. Because I'm listening to the show. And man, you're like going like a million miles an hour. Like, like don't take a breath or something. And that was yesterday. That I got the message last night. I even mentioned it on my show last night. And um, as it turns out, that I get a message from him this morning. He's like, Pat, uh, yeah, in terms of that sped up sound that I credited you with, well, suffice it to say, I had the button set wrong. And so there's a button that played it like one and a half, one and a half speed. So I'm talking like this. Because I didn't think I was talking too fast. I don't think I ever talked too fast. He claimed that I fit a lot of uh, information and stories in that thirty-five minute cast. Well, sure I did. If I'm talking that fast, but I do try to fit, you know, quite a bit into each one of our Pat's peeps. So yeah. So thank you. Don't play it at fast speed unless you just want to hear me talk like this. I will do that. I need to hear that sometime. I've never even checked that out. Maybe I need to hear what I, maybe our sound like this at other speeds. I don't really know. I'm going to have to check it out for sure. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yesterday, before I get into the other a couple of things I wanted to talk about. You know, I had to go to the dentist right after uh, Thanksgiving And I was sure I had a tooth that was bad, like infected or what have you. So I go into Dr. Judd, Art of Dentistry. And I says, I know, I'm just expecting the worst. I can just tell, I can just tell. So they do an x-ray. And the x-ray comes back and he's like, yeah, guess what? No infection whatsoever. What? I was so happy. No infection. Art of Dentistry, Roseville, local business, Brian Judd, the best. Anyhow, many of you already know that. Uh, so he he just he, the, the tooth was just hitting it was it was hitting first in the mouth and so they ground it down just a little bit and then after about four days so it had it was essentially the tooth is bruised so fast forward till a couple of days ago from Thanksgiving I'm doing my show the other night and I felt a little tinge again I'm like what the heck oh I felt something again so I go into Dr. Judd's yesterday and I said yeah this time I'm completely optimistic like I know it's the same tooth, and I know it's the same thing because I can tell that the tooth is still just a little bit high, so it's hitting first, right? So I'm not worried at all. It's not gonna be a big deal. So, he's, well, let's do just do an x-ray. I said, Yeah, okay, again with the x-rays. So they do an x-ray. I'm very optimistic. He comes in the room and says, Yeah, look at that. And now, whack yes, yeah, so it went. He goes, There's the infection. So now, the first time when I was optimistic, oh or I was pessimistic, excuse me, the first time. Turned out it was okay. No big deal, just a bruised tooth. So I'd come back in, same tooth. Now I'm optimistic because of that. And it's bleak news. It is the root canal city. It's root canal time for again. And this, he tells me, he says, Brian, and and you might ask yourself, well, Brian, why don't you extract that tooth and do the, I mean, why don't you do the root canal instead of sending me to an endodontist Because that's the complicated tooth, like, oh, great, beautiful. It's not the simple root canal, this is the very complex three root root canal. So anyhow, that was the news I got yesterday. I don't know when that's going to happen, but suffice it to say, at some point I'll be doing the (laughs) machoic with (laughs) novocaine. I don't know, just not looking forward to it. Uh, yesterday I heard really sad news. A couple of things. Number one, and, and I, I mentioned this on my show, and I don't usually replicate anything on this. I don't do the same content on my show as I do on my podcast. I like to keep that separate. So you're listening to two different things. However, today, uh, but however, sometimes uh, things will transcend uh, and, and make it to both shows. It'll, you know, and then today, that's one of the things. Today, I have things that'll make it both here and to my radio show tonight. I talked about this already on my show last night. But I would suggest at the risk of sounding corny or telling you what to do or being a know-it-all, which I'm certainly not intending in any way to do. If you have a friend that you care about, maybe you haven't talked to him in a long time, but you think about him. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a friend, just someone who means something to you and it's been a while or someone that maybe you do stay in contact with on a fairly regular basis and you speak to maybe fairly often but you never get down to the nuts and bolts and tell them how you really feel about them. Perhaps you should maybe do that. Just consider it. It's just a thought. It's just a suggestion. It's something to think about. Tell your friend or your family member that you care. Let them know you care. Why do I bring that up? Well, as I'm getting ready to go on the air yesterday, I have a little to- I've had a little time now, obviously, uh, to let this soak in, but I, you know, I'm 10 minutes before going on the air on my radio show last night. And someone instant messaged me, private messaged me on my social media, my Facebook, and um, it just choked me up immediately. My friend, who I'm dedicating, as I did last night on my radio show, I'm dedicating Pat's Peeps episode 30 uh, to my friend who I've known longer than any friend in my entire life since second grade. Mark Barnett was his name. I often think because of his personality, which was extremely unique, that like everyone in Sacramento probably knew Mark Barnett. Like Mark Barnett? Everyone knows Mark Barnett. I get it that people, not everyone knows Mark Barnett, but he was a larger-than-life character, and it's surprising how many people really know and now knew Mark Barnett. And for me, knowing that he is no longer with us on this big blue marble, that hopefully he is with our Heavenly Father or however you believe, that's how I believe, that there is a big void because Mark and I go way back to second grade. I mean, we are two people that grew up together. We are two people that, like, super influenced each other in so many ways. I mean, I could even recognize it growing up. I could feel his personality permeating, which was pretty bratty, by the way permeating my personality and me picking up on some of it, incorporating that into, you know, as a kid, your your personality is developing. But I was almost like cognitive. I was almost very aware that it was happening, and I could tell that he was picking up part of my personality. I could tell you that his mother and probably his father is long past Probably wished, and I don't mean to say it in a way self-serving, that perhaps Mark would pick up a little bit more on my personality. Mark was a pretty wild kid. Well, I was not that wild. I could be influenced to be wild, and but I, generally I really wasn't that wild, but I could be influenced to be that way and was for a period of time. But, but Mark was just a pretty rambunctious kid. He was just very different. But he and I were, had been friends in second grade. I remember the, in fifth grade in Mr. Poston's class, Mark Barnett and I were such good pals. Here we are 10 years old and we're so into music already. Man, I think back, I'm kind of, I think, geez, man, I was really into music at like seven, eight, nine, 10 years old. I knew a lot I mean, as I look back now that I'm older, I think, geez, I can't even believe I was into music like that. I probably knew more at that age than a lot of adults did in terms of music. And so I had a I had my 45s. I was starting to collect. As you know, I play a 45 at the end of each one of my podcasts. And... Um, Yeah, I uh, had this 45, Amos Moses by Jerry Reed. Amos Moses with the Cajun. Live by himself in the swamp. hunted alligators for living. Didn't knock him in the head with a stomp. Remember that song? He had the 45. And I had a 45 that wasn't really a hit, but it was by Bread. Bread had all these hits. But this particular one was an off song that wasn't selling. And so I, my mom bought this group of records for me at the Jumbo Market in Sacramento on Florin Road. Anyone remember that? And one of the records in there was a song by Brad called Don't Shut Me Out. Don't shut me out. Shut me out of your life. Anyhow, Barnett liked this song. I used to call it Barney. Hey, Barney. You know, when you're a kid, you call each other by your last name, not by your first name. Was there a mark? Pat was like, hey, Barnett. You know how we did it. Hey, Walsh. Hey, wait up. And It was always wait up. Hey, wait up, Barnett. But in fifth grade, we traded straight across those records, uh, my bread record for Amos Moses because he really liked that song that I had on this record, even though it wasn't a big hit. And I wanted Amos Moses. And so that was one of my early experiences with 45s and trading records and then listening to records like Ario Speedwagon Live, Flying Turkey Trot, the Jay Giles Band. I talked about all of that on my show last night, so I don't want to really repeat myself. But my whole point is, Mark Barnett, I love you, man. I love you so much. My longest tenured friend, if that makes sense, or my friend I've had that lasted the longest, my friendship. Without you in this world, there's a void right now that I need to somehow fill. So, I will miss you, my friend. Uh, The other sad news that I heard last night, uh, or was it today? I guess I heard it at the end of my show last night. I wasn't aware until towards the end of my show. Is the passing of David's soul. For those of you who were around in the 70s when there was three networks that we would watch us with you know with our family, ABC, NBC, CBS. There was a show called Starsky and Hutch, which was extremely popular. And David Soul was best known for his role as Detective Kenneth Hutch Hutchinson on that 1970s buddy cop series, Starsky and Hutch. He was 80 years old, passed away. They say beloved husband, grandfather, brother. Died after a valiant battle for uh, for his life with his family. But aside from playing uh, Hutch, alongside uh, Paul Michael Glazier and his detective character, David Starsky, from 75 to 79, David Sowell, also performed... As Joshua Bolton, here come the Brides. I just talked about that show on my I mean on that on my show the other night. Here come the Brides. yeah, I remember that show very well that was from sixty eight to 70. It was also Officer John Davis in magnum force in seventy three but the thing that many people may not remember about David's soul is that he was a singer. And he had one hit in the United States. We'll get to that. Before we do, one of the characters in Starsky and Hutch was Huggy Bear. Remember Huggy Bear? Here's Hutch. Here's Starsky. Here's Huggy Bear. Cash, money, refrigerator, freezer, trip to the Bahamas, TV set. Hey, Hutch. You know where I can uh, fence a TV set? Fence it? That's right. You mean sell it? Sell it? That's an idea. I'm trying to hit Andrew Mello this morning. I heard. You had to be kissed. Huh? Precisely. So, what do you need from me? Kessler's got all the hardware to outfit an army of hitmen, all shapes, sizes, local and important, right? Kessler's <clears throat> got somebody feeding him you information. You're losing me, maybe. We got a worm in our apple. I dig. That's heavy. So we'll ask around, will you? We'll be in touch, hug. <laughs> Not unless me and mama are in the Bahamas. Starsky and, Starsky and Hutch with Huggy Bear. <laughs> and Soul found his way to entertainment by pure accident, according to his biography. A group of Mexican students befriends David Soul, gives him a guitar, teaches him to play traditional Mexican music. And, um, oh, I just lost my spot there. Um. Yeah, they taught him to tr- to to uh, to play traditional Mexican music, and they give him the guitar, and they teach him Mexican folk songs. So he eventually hitchhikes back to the United States to the Midwest, where he was from. He needed work, found a job performing at a coffee house near the University of Minnesota. And then he later became a stage acting career uh, and became founding member of the Firehouse Theater in Minneapolis. He gained national attention as the masked singer. We hear about the masked singer now, but there was a masked singer before. See, they just copy things now. The masked singer known as Cover Man. In appearances on the Merv Griffin show in 1966 and 1967, by that time David Soul, because it was the times, had shortened his name to simply Soul. Just Soul. I am the covered man. Many girls and many guys complain that life is such a task. They don't seem to realize. In many ways they wear a mask and that's why I hide my face Cause I'm a man who has to be free I'm at peace with myself, I'm at peace with my soul And as long as I'm me, I can reach any goal David Soul is the covered man, the covered man. But here he is, born in Chicago, 1943, and according to his biography, his father, Dr. Richard Solberg, was a professor of history at political science and ordained minister at 49, family moves to Berlin. Solberg serves as a religious affairs advisor to the U.S. High Commission, later senior representative for the Lutheran World Federation, refugee relief organization, assisted with the reconstruction of Germany in uh, uh, post-World War II. But then he moves between Berlin and Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That is where my father is from, Sioux Falls. I have a friend who just moved to Sioux Falls. Hello, Lingle. I hope he's doing well back there. So after graduating high school, David Soul studies there for a couple of years. Family relocates to Mexico City. He attended the University of the Americas. But from there, thing that maybe people don't know is that he was actually a, a serious singer. And this particular song, as we finish up Pat's podcast number tw- uh, number 30, I figured it would be appropriate to play... David Soule's record. This particular song, I recall this was popular when I first started driving a car. When I first got my driver's license. This song was very popular. David Soule recorded one U.S. hit and five U.K. hits. And one of those was uh, called Silver Lady that was in 1977. This one came out in 1976, like I say the year I got my driver's license. And I remember turning on the AM radio in the car and this particular song would play constantly. Don't give up on us. David Soul Don't give up on us, baby. Don't make the wrong seem right. The future isn't just one night. It's written in the moonlight, We're painted on the stars. We can't change our Don't give up on us, baby We're still worth one more try I know we put a last one by Just for the rainy evening When maybe stars are few Don't give up on us, I know Still come through This song brings back such incredible memories uh, Wow he lost my head last night you know, Just where I was You Remember which, where you were when you heard this? Stop this is popular leaving. There's still a little love left Even so Soul portrayed Detective Ken Hutch, Hutchinson, alongside Glazier is Paul Michael Glazier's Detective David Starsky and Starsky and Hutch, ran on ABC between 75 and 79, grew so popular it spawned a host of children's toys. We all know that car, the Starsky and Hutch, what is it, a Grand Torino with a white stripe down the side? Rest in peace, David Soul. This is a show that we all sat around as families and we watched together, together. We weren't on our, only on our own devices and to ourselves. We watched together these shows. So what made them so special. Happy days, and Laverne and Shirley, you just go down the line, and certainly Starsky and Hutch. Rest in peace, David Soul. Rest in peace, Mark Barnett. Thank you for listening to Pat's Peeps, podcast number 30. We'll see you next time. Give up on us, baby. We're still worth one more try. I know we put a last one.